Hey folks and welcome to another episode of PodCraft. This is the show all about podcasting, from launching your show to monetization and everything in between. I'm Colin Gray from thepodcasthost.com with Matthew. As always, how are you getting on, Matthew? Splendid. Yeah, do you ever do that thing, Colin, where like, you start recording, we're co-hosting and you do the intro, and like I've got everything ready on the screen, and the minute you start talking, I'm like, oh, I need to, like, I'll pull the camera over here and I'll like, uh, get the notes here. Yeah. You call these adjustments that I could have just made seconds yeah. before we right started. Before. <laughs> but I think I like the pressure, moving everything around. Um, yeah. When I know yeah. that you're about and, to ask how I am, and the it, answer's always splendid. Try to keep it silent. Yeah, exactly. Try to keep it silent, not make any noises and stuff like that as well. I think yeah. I was clicking away on the mouse. So yeah. um, bad practices. <laughs> so this week around, so is this is this officially a new season then, Matthew? Is that the is that the thought here? Yeah, seventeen. The age that I think you could. Uh, well, you could definitely start driving lessons. You could pass mm-hmm. your driving test here in Scotland. So, uh, podcast, getting in the car, getting in the metaphorical car <laughs> this week to talk about. Uh, we've all been through this, Colin. If we've been podcasting for a wee while, uh, we've you know worked on our first show, we've launched it, and stuff like that. It's not long before you get your head turned, is it? And you start to think. I could actually uh, start a podcast on this other thing too. Yeah. Is that has that happened to you over the years ever? Oh, this podcasting caper's easy. Like you can get one out every week, no worries. So another one, yeah, absolutely no bother. We can make, you know, if we can make one a success, or you know, in the future it might be a success because probably we're only three episodes in and we've got seven listeners so far. I can do another one as well. Make that a success too. Yeah, easy, isn't it? Especially when you see how quickly you get like your shows on Spotify now, like you submit it and it's you look at your phone and it's just there. So you might as well just keep starting new podcasts. Yeah. Um, So yeah, on this on this episode, but we just wanted to talk about that. Like this is a thing that every Uh, podcaster will will go through. It's not a bad thing, Um, but it's just like yeah. I I jest before. I was being a bit sarcastic, but yeah, I mean it's fine. It's fine to run two shows. It's just uh, yeah, worth thinking through. Sorry, sorry to jump in there. No, that's fine. I it's uh, it, it, we just want to kind of talk about uh, some of the things that you might want to consider before diving into creating a completely new show. There are some alternatives to doing it where you could still scratch that itch, and we'll get into that yeah. as well. So yeah. uh, I am looking forward to this. When was the last time, Colin, that you just went off on a whim and started a new podcast about something? Oh, good question. Um, uh, two days ago. <laughs> what was the show like genuinely <laughs> um I, it, we can talk about that later let's get to that we'll we'll do some examples and stuff won't we uh but yeah i'm happy to talk about that example but that was one uh there was a few months back another one uh yeah i've got a few that we can go through <laughs> uh, before we jump into it, matthew can i talk about a wee challenge that we're running it's just coming up very soon absolutely not oh okay <laughs> you have to start right, a new podcast. The t- tough luck. The challenge is uh, so. I'm lucky enough that um, we know some great people in the podcast industry, and uh, recently I started chatting to um, Stuart Townsend over at uh, Podcast Hawk, which is a podcast interview um, company. Like they help you get more podcast interviews, and Matt over at SPI as well, Smart Passive Income, um, partner with uh, Pat, obviously Pat Flynn. Uh, and Fusebox as well they run too which is a podcast player what we decided to do was put together a challenge together where we all put in our own skills to help people to improve their shows now the particular challenge is going to be the triple 10 challenge so the 10 10 10 challenge where 
in 10 days. So two weeks, two working weeks, Monday to Friday, two weeks in a row. Uh, we want to help people get their editing down to 10 minutes only per episode and to get them promotion benefits as well through getting 10 podcast interviews. Um, so we're just trying to think about the kind of particular skills we can chuck into a challenge. Um, so Stuart's going to do all around how to get those 10 interviews to get yourself out there, get more listeners. I'm going to do a lot around editing, get your editing down to 10 minutes. Um, a bunch of that around mindset, around tools, around editing tricks, around all the prep there. And then Matt and Pat from SPI, from Smart Passive Income, are going to go um, all in on the kind of support and community side because we're going to run it in the Smart Passive Income uh, community, uh, which Pat founded a long time ago. So um, that would be really exciting to do it in there. So uh, just to say out there, this challenge is going to kick off on the 20th of March. So as of recording, what are we at just now, Matthew? We're on the 7th just now, aren't we? Um, so another week and a bit to register. We're going to have a kickoff party on the 17th where we're all going to be in there. So you can come in and have a chat with us all, get um, any questions out of the way before we start the challenge. And then the first day of the actual challenge will be March 20th. So if anyone fancies that, if you fancy trying to uh, improve your podcast workflow, um, make your editing easier, but also get a bit of promo in there as well. Learn from Stuart around how to get more podcast interviews. And obviously any questions you have around all of this stuff from either myself, from Stuart, or from Pat Flynn himself and uh, Matt over there at SPI as well, you can join in the challenge. And if you want to do that, just go over to, we've got a wee short link, go over to thepodcasthost.com forward slash 10. That's T-E-N, 10 for the 10, 10, 10 challenge thepodcasthost.com forward slash 10. Hope to see some people in that challenge. We can chat away in the community. How does that sound, Matthew? Fancy some 10-minute editing? I like the thought of the party. What's going down <laughs> at the party? Is there beer? Uh, there can perfectly well be beer if you want there to be. You can uh, come along and do a zero-alcohol beer, a proper beer. You can bring along your Coke, your kombucha, whatever mood you're in, whatever you fancy, Matthew. <laughs> Remote beers were never great. That was a, that's a pandemic uh, thing that we never want to revisit, is it? We're all no. standing on Zoom while beer. <laughs> it was awful. It was never good. <laughs> cool right let's talk about podcasts then more podcasts extra podcasts what are we going to start with yeah more podcasts uh i think like just to to so go back to this topic in hand uh, you already run a podcast and you're thinking you know a second podcast maybe maybe it's your third or your fourth podcast but uh <laughs> The point is, like, you come up with an idea and you're itching to dive in. So here are some handy things that you could uh, come back to and run through just to see if you if you do want to go ahead with it or if there are indeed some other options as well. And I think the first one, Colin, is, like, why this topic now? Like, we've all been there, we've, we've maybe got into some or we've been thinking about some a lot and you want to dive in and get started with your new podcast. But um, I think one of the big things to think of out the gate is like is this a brand new interest of mine and therefore could it just be like a whim could it be quite temporary or is this something <laughs> i've been into for a long long time so like yeah. i know that you know a year from now i'm still going to be very interested in this so yeah. i mean yeah. what could be an example of that colin can you think anything yourself that you just got into on a whim and you're not really into it anymore or or oh, vice yeah. versa you know something that you've been into for many years no, like a zillion things, yeah. Like, um, I mean, there, I think some of the interesting ones around this are topics, aren't they? Like news topics almost. You get the, well, how many podcasts were made around COVID, for example? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Uh, and and obviously the hope was that that would disappear in a few months initially, but people were still um, creating podcasts around it and obviously it hung around. So, um, but I mean, does anyone listen to a COVID podcast now? Does anyone make <laughs> a COVID podcast now? <laughs> we should start um, one. Yeah, and that's even the that was even a relatively long one in the end. Like you could cover that for a couple of years, probably. But there's other ones that might just be, you know, um, a few months worth. And I suppose the other one is like hobbies, isn't it? Yeah, that's what come on one of the other ones you're alluding to, like just getting into. I'm I'm a totally faddy personality. I have to say, I get into stuff and get out of it again, like within weeks. Sometimes, <laughs> are you like that, Matthew, or are you more uh, steadfast? No, I have been known to to get like right into something. Um, yeah. So, uh, do you still do the CrossFit? Because I know you got like really into that, but because you yeah. moved around and like, I don't think you were going to the same place. Well, you obviously because well, good... you were in the different yeah. hemisphere. But there's a really good example actually, because that is something. That, yeah, I got right into, and there is a podcast out there called, um, funnily enough, Wadcraft. You might notice a theme there. Uh, WOD being W-O-D, workout of the day cast. It's a big term in CrossFit. So I started a podcast called WODcast. Uh, maybe a reminiscent podcast, PodCraft. What? No, WODcraft, sorry. <laughs> and uh, did, what, three episodes? Um, I was well excited about that. Like I was, I had a plan for 20 episodes. Like we'll go through some of the ideas here. Um, I had a real kind of unique thought around what I would do on it, um, how people might be interested, how I could grow it, all that kind of stuff. But the weird thing with that one was I didn't get out of CrossFit. I still do it. Um, I'm not so into it now as I was. Like I'll do a lot of workouts at home or I'll do different types. It's not, it doesn't have to be like fanatically the CrossFit approach, but um I'm not sure why I, I, it just like lost steam partly because I didn't have time and partly because I think that initial complete surge of enthusiasm died off a bit so yeah I think it totally falls into this category you're talking about right here yeah I like I've I've had a few over the years like again you, you kind of sometimes revisit like a childhood interest so like I was a uh, couple of years ago I was I was pouring over a lot of stuff about the Commodore 64 which I, yeah, I yeah. owned when I was wee and you know I was really I was really keen to just start a podcast and start going through some of these old games, you know, maybe yeah. interview some of the people behind them if I could track them down, some of the, yeah. the folks behind the magazines. Uh, but I kind of talked myself out of it because I, I was thinking about, like, this will take work to do, you know, I mm -hmm. have to dedicate some time to it. Uh, and in the end, I still think it would be a great idea, but I just, uh, you wait up sometimes as we'll get into and uh, I decided that this one I would uh, set it on the side for now. So, yeah. but I mean that 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 uh, that comes back to like the the topic itself. Like, is this a new thing for you? And if it is, maybe maybe the answer is just to wait like a month or that. And if you're still totally into it, that's yeah. maybe a sign that you could go ahead with it. But yeah, I, I have uh, I have looked back on certain ideas before where I wanted to dive into starting a podcast, and it's like two months later, and I'm like, I'm I'm glad I didn't do that because I definitely yeah. wouldn't be doing it anymore. So, yes. um, it depends yeah. if you're is is whimmy a word a whimmy person? Whimmy, whimmy, yes, that's it. <laughs> a whimmy person. I'm definitely a whimmy person. Um, it's funny that like the the balance like. The, the work involved you're talking about like with the Wadcraft one, for example, that was, um, oh, when was that? That was four or five years ago. So that was like, 
I'm just thinking of ones that have worked better than the others. And that one did fall apart a bit because of the work, because I did end up just not really being so into it that I wanted to add more podcast and work to my life. But a more recent one, like the there was one I did called the Podcast Tools Show, which I really enjoyed. And I did a whole season of that. I think I did about 12 episodes. And the idea behind that was just to do something that was a fair bit less work, easy to record, involved something around our work anyway. So it was like, um, I wanted to just talk about tools involved in podcasting. And I talked about all sorts. And the idea was to make it really um, simple. So I used Alitu for that, actually. Like I just recorded straight into the app. Uh, just had the USB mic, just that I was recording a call. Um, the cleanup and all that was all done, obviously. I did very little editing. That was the point. Like I wanted to only do a top and tail. Um, it's like I've talked about in the past with the minimum effective editing type approach. Just the top and tail. Um and if there was any mistakes inside, I would kind of just correct them as I was going and say, sorry, I didn't mean to say that. Maybe if it was a massive mistake, I could do a bit of click editing and take it out that way and then just publish it with maybe some automatic music like we've got in Ality, obviously it adds it in. So that was my whole principle with a new show. Like if I can do it in a really simple way, um, using something like Ality or any of the alternative tools that kind of help you speed up podcast production than I can but otherwise um yeah it's just so hard to sustain isn't it I don't know like do you still can you bear to do the minimum effective editing type approach Matthew or are you still to uh, with your audio drama background you have to do a proper job of it every single time yeah I do prefer that I, I do prefer to run through it um I wouldn't say meticulously but I, I have a good go at it and uh but I've I've been editing audio for 12, 13 years, so I am quite yeah. fast at it now. Mm-hmm. Um, that comes with years of frustration, I suppose. You just work out ways <laughs> to, to cut corners, but, uh, you yeah. know, still be quite good at it, so. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I mean, I think even if you can find the ways to, like, do, I mean, do you do um, a lot of manual, like, noise reduction, levelling, all that kind of stuff these days, or do you just automate that? At... It's manual, but it's done in a way that is almost automated. Like I'm using yeah. templates, I'm using like um, track effects and everything. You know, I, again, yeah. I know Audition really well these days, yeah, so I've got yeah, I've got wee all. ways to to kind of shortcut it all, hack it yeah, all. I cool. suppose is the trendy right. term. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah, that makes sense. It's it's like kind of what I'm getting at. I suppose is if you are one of the one of the reasons you might be able to start a new podcast is if you manage to keep the work really low as well. That's the only way I would do it these days. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, not mm-hmm. to plug it again, but like that's kind of what Alitu was built for, to cut down the, the noise reduction, the editing, the publishing, all of that process, adding music, all that kind of stuff. So yeah. Anyway, um, I, I, yeah, I think that's good advice. Give it a month, give it two, see if you're still really into that topic and only then maybe uh, jump into it if you're uh, still just as enthusiastic as you was at the start. Yeah, and when you when you do get to that stage as well, what I would say is like record a couple episodes, mm-hmm. even if you don't have a name for the show, you've not got like a website, you've not signed up to hosting and that. Uh, I've done this in the past, creating podcasts where I've, um, you know, I, I started my uh, tabletop gaming podcast mm-hmm. a couple of yeah. years ago. Yep. Uh, I recorded, just recorded a couple of interviews. I hadn't got a name for the show. I hadn't, it didn't have a website, didn't have hosting. I did a couple of interviews just thinking, if these are good, I could top and tail them with intros and, and publish them. And I did enjoy mm-hmm. it. So I, I proceeded with it. Uh, mm-hmm. So 
finding it, you know, actually doing it first and finding out that it's, it, it seems to be, it seems to have legs. That's, I yeah. think that's a good idea as well. Rather than, you know, yeah. I've got the website now, I've perfected that, like you've you've done this, you've done that, you've paid for artwork, now let's hit yeah. record and you find out. That's the worst time to find out that you're not actually going to stick to it. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. I think that's really good advice. And I think the whole, we've talked a few times in the past around the idea of at least committing to a, a season of it is sometimes a nice way to go about it so that, What's the, what's the, if you plan for the kind of worst case, if I do lose interest in this in a couple of months, how do I make it still worthwhile? <clears throat> if I give up in two months, uh, is it still worthwhile having done this? And taking that podca- podcasting tool show as an example, I didn't do more than one season because I did kind of get a little bit jaded on just talking about tools every single episode maybe found it a bit functional rather than kind of really interesting. But I think it was of real use to our audience, to people in podcasting, to have a season's worth, like 12 episodes, um, covering the kind of top tools in our area that people can go and listen to and hear a wee guide to and get some advice on, that kind of stuff. So I don't consider that a waste. And it still stands as a useful um, chunk of content because I planned it as a season that could be self-contained, that wouldn't kind of... Um, you know, break if I stopped doing it. Whereas the the CrossFit one, Wadcraft, uh, I I stopped that. Partly I stopped it too early, but partly I didn't plan it as a season. So if I had stopped that after ten episodes, the whole principle was that I was going to, you know, cover my journey from um, a total noob to at least being semi competent. Uh, so that's kind of not much use if you only listen to a couple of months worth. Does that make sense? Like it's kind of making something that is self contained. Yeah, that's it. We've talked about this a lot in the past that like the perception of a podcast is it's just this thing that comes out every week forever. Yeah. And that's often not the case. Like yeah. you could finish a podcast like you could finish a TV show. It doesn't yeah. it doesn't just need to go off into the horizon forever. Yeah. Um yeah. the next point yeah. I I was going to bring up then was uh, like do you actually need a new podcast? So there are a couple <laughs> of angles here. Uh, firstly, like we've talked in the past about like the pivot of your show, you know, you're doing this one thing, but you're yeah. going to turn it slightly and do this other thing as well, or, you know, go off in a completely new direction. But there might be scope for this new topic to kind of marry up with the existing topic that you're podcasting about. Obviously, there are tons of examples where this would be ridiculous and is obviously not an option, but <laughs> there are like, there are some angles, aren't there, Colin, where like I've put down here, like, you know, uh, I've got my knitting show, I'm going to introduce craft beer to it. And obviously <laughs> that's going to put like loads of listeners off. But again, that's not always a bad thing. Like if you do keep a, a core of listeners who it just so happens are really into both of those things, mm-hmm. that could end up working really well for you. Maybe a smaller uh, number of downloads, but a much more engaged audience. So yeah, uh, there yeah. could be there could be scope to add in this new topic to your existing one. And again, there are obviously loads of examples where it would just be yeah. absurd. So yeah, yeah, for sure. But there's there's loads of examples in the past of of shows that have branched out. Part of, I mean, this is one that can be really powered by listeners, isn't it? Like if you start to hear that your listeners are really into this other thing, and there's this core of listeners that like both, then maybe that's the, what to think about. But there's some more obvious ones, like you're talking about craft beer. Everyone that's into craft beer tends to be a bit hipster, but just about anything else artisanal as well aren't they so like you introduced to craft beer um like coffee artisan coffee and you've almost certainly got a really good crossover or like 
uh, sourdough bread or stuff like that, you know. Grow a beard. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, beard care. Beard care, indeed. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you'll. the thing with this is you will be niching down potentially. Um, but if you do, then you might cut your audience by a third. But actually, the two thirds that are left will be super engaged because they'll you know, they'll really enjoy both sides and the crossover will be even better for them. But I think done right, in some ways, you can attract more because if you actually introduce coffee to your craft beer podcast, then you start attracting coffee fans who are looking for a coffee podcast. But because they're really into artisanal coffee or really nice coffee, there's a good chance they'll be into craft beer as well. And therefore, they'll like that topic too. So in some ways, it can really widen your audience too, I think. Yeah. Have you seen any examples of that out there in the world, Matthew? The old niche down, I've I've um I've come across or I've worked with people before who have like maybe almost accidentally like they've got a show on a thing but they're always talking about this other thing. Yeah. And you know, some of the feedback they'll get is this this person's always talking about that and it's irrelevant. But then they'll get other feedback <laughs> from people saying, I really like when you talk about this other yeah. topic. So yeah. Yeah. um that's maybe more of an accidental thing, but it's a hint that you do either need to just own that or create the second podcast. And, yeah, you know, yeah. often cases, if if you've got that core of people who want to hear about both things, um, mm-hmm. I would just, uh, you know, like I say, own it, go down that route and, and say that that's what the show's about again. Um, show. Yeah. Another option here as well, like you don't necessarily need to launch a completely new show to, to take part in that topic, do you? Because... There are lots of existing shows out there uh, and some of them won't necessarily be big or established. So, like, Colin, you you might have your, your CrossFit show, as you've said there, and maybe I could uh, get in touch with you and just say, like, I'm starting CrossFit now. I've got some voice feedback for you. You know, I could go down that route just, uh, you know, if you've got the, the voice feedback set up on your website, I could be sending you stuff that you'd likely play or I could just get in touch and say, you know, would you mind if I sent you some audio i'm going to like start crossfit and i'm just wanting to to kind of document it so that would mean that i could like i could podcast on that topic but i'm I'm just getting involved in an existing show instead of having to create a completely new one yeah it's really nice idea isn't it like there's so many podcasts out there that um you know the well this is exactly what we're talking about isn't it a podcast that kind of ebb and flow like you might start a new one but lose a little bit of interest or enthusiasm over time so you get in touch with somebody who you know they might be just in that kind of that downturn and really appreciate somebody else who's really into it coming along and giving them some motivation and bringing some new life to the show so yeah i love that idea that's really good um, whether it's you know being a regular co-host or whether it's as you suggested there just contributing like a wee feature every few weeks or you know taking over a an episode or or doing some interviews and contributing that to the show as well that's really good another uh, question ask and this is obviously a question you would ask recording uh, if you were launching any show whether it's your first or your tenth or whatever but it's just to ask yourself like what what am i what am i wanting to do with this what does success look like for this podcast mm-hmm. so am i happy just dipping my toe and seeing what happens or am i really serious about this topic and and genuinely believe there's scope to sort of grow a business around it so yeah, i think that's yeah. quite an important thing to ask as well colin isn't it aye and there's the whole again there's the whole kind of what 
what does it look like? How will I make this a success, even if I am not still doing this in a year's time? And maybe that is planning out that one season that is a great standalone chunk of content that will they'll be there forever. Or maybe it's you get some other benefit out of it. Like, for example, um, go back to that podcast, the CrossFit one I was talking about. Like, I, I, one of the plans there was to actually just talk to coaches and get some advice around, you know, my progression through it and what I can learn and the skills and all that kind of stuff. So even if that hadn't ever got one listener, which it didn't, (laughs) but would I be able to make it so that I get some benefit out of it nonetheless? So get that coaching, get to talk to people in the industry, get to learn more about it, get to increase those skills, be more healthy and fit and all that kind of stuff. Um, Is there a way for you to create that kind of secondary goal? Um, and it, a classic one of them is actually just, you know, get to talk to 10 people in your industry about whatever it is that you do, uh, you know, networking, build that network or or it's 10 episodes that you record that, you know, make you better at presenting or producing a certain type of show, whether it's you want to do an audio drama and see what it's like to produce that or a documentary or something, you know, you can create these other goals that go alongside um the sort of listenership, the audience growth, so that even if those goals, the listenership, the audience growth don't transpire, you still get something out of creating this show, even if it doesn't continue forever. What about thinking about uh, if we're going to do things differently with our workflow, you know, than we've done before, or if we're going to try mm-hmm. a completely new uh, format or setup or whatever. So like maybe with your existing podcast, you feel that you've got the perfect workflow now you've mastered it you you know how to put these things together really sustainably you know your gear and you're just going to replicate that with a new topic or maybe you feel like this has all just been a bit shambolic but i think this other way is going to work really well so you could totally switch around and try something new what colin do you do you follow the same formats and workflows and stuff with all the, the new podcasts that you create no, I think part of, that's part of the reason I've tried new ones in the past, actually, is to try different things. Uh, like the one from a few days ago, for example, was I really wanted to try local recording with more than two people and see how that worked. Because I'd never actually done that on a regular basis, like get three, four people together and do a topic, almost a roundtable type thing, but more co-hosted and see what that was like. And then other ones like the the podcast tool show again, that was just meant to be a solo show, five to 10 minutes max, short, cover something really short and snappy and see if that could get out like really easily and simply every single week. And it transpired that was true. Um, How much easier it is doing that than, you know, a co-hosted or an interview show, that type of stuff. So yeah, I think that's a really good point. Like it's, it's a great way to test a different format and even that might come into your main show like you might discover oh this new show has taught me that you know i prefer doing um short and sharp and solo or longer interviews or you know going from a three-hour interview show to a 10-minute solo show it might show you that you like that better <laughs> have you what are your other kind of formats that you've tried matthew so the the solo stuff was reasonably new to me because I only started doing it last year. Um, yeah. I'd never really done any solo podcasting before, but uh, I, I tried a few solo episodes with my with my gaming show, and I, you know I found yeah, it. Sure. I found that I had multiple benefits. I could just do it when I want. I could even yeah. stop for a bit and start again later on and stuff like that. So <laughs> um, I was able to test out that format. To be honest, I've done. I've done most formats now over the years, apart from probably yeah. roundtable 
Uh, I have been involved in them once or twice, but I've never ran a roundtable show. Um, and as for gear, uh, I'll just use what I have, what I've always got. I've not got a fancy yeah. setup at all. Focus right, Scarlett yeah. 2i2, uh, yeah. SM58, and yeah. uh, a Zoom recorder for doing anything sort of outside of the, the studio. It's, yeah. Everyone says studio, it's just house, isn't it? And uh, <laughs> editing-wise, I'm always addition, just because I know it so well. If I was starting yeah. out today, I wouldn't go anywhere near it, obviously. And yeah. um, I guess with, with a website, like I say, going back to the start, I would wait a wee while before doing that. Mm-hmm. I would I would probably um, dive into like pod page to start with. Um, yeah, we will yeah, get into a wee hypothetical podcast shortly and, and talk through okay. what we'd maybe do there. Yeah. Um, I think I think I think that's a good really really good point though around the tools and services and stuff. Like I think if I think that'd be one of the important things. In the, a new podcast is maybe a great time to try a different format, a different approach, a different idea around the type of podcast you want to create. But I don't think it's the time to try new tools and services and all that kind of stuff. I think if you want to make a second podcast work to be sustainable, to fit into your life. Um, so that you know you can concentrate on the content and the promotion and stuff rather than the the delivery the the gear and the services needs to be invisible behind the scenes doesn't it so that means just using the same stuff the same equipment microphone mixer all that kind of stuff the same editing tool um, whether that's something like audition like you're talking about Matthew or like I don't know I've said it before but Alitu like design just for the editing does all the cleanup for you adds your music if you can find a tool like that I know there's alternatives if you want to check out Alitu by all means go over alitu.com a-l-i-t-u.com um, uh, but there's alternatives whatever you can find that makes it easy for you to make your show is really important and the same with hosting as well like a lot of hosting platforms out there allow you to make more than one show on the same hosting uh, account as well. So if you can do that, even better. Um, and yeah, website, like the homepage for it, like pod page, great. Um, you can get inbuilt hosting websites on like Alitu, on Captivate, on Buzzsprout, whoever it is as well. Um, so yeah, I think same tools, same services for all your shows will make life so much easier. <laughs> Is that your thought, Matthew? Yeah, I, I mean, we are probably anomalies when it comes to like, because this is our industry. We work in it. We talk about it. Like we, we try too many things. We try stuff with <laughs> other tools, but for most people, they they won't care. You know, as long as this no. thing works and either sounds okay or you know runs okay, that's all you want. You don't even want to be yeah. thinking about it after that, do you? You just want to be no. putting your content out. It should be invisible. You concentrate your spe- time is spent on thinking up great content, speaking to your listeners, and promoting that show. It's not about the hosting, the gear, the editing, all that stuff. Minimum time on that possible. <laughs> well, that's the key word, calling time, because that's the that's the big issue. Well, one of probably the biggest issue here like is time isn't it if you're going Mm -hmm. to start a new podcast that time has to come from somewhere so very Mm -hmm. few people are like you know what i've just got i've got this six hours a week uh where i just have nothing to do uh so i'm looking (laughs) to fill it with something very few people are in that position uh (laughs) most people consider themselves pretty busy either with work or family or both so you've if you're going to get into doing a new podcast, you can make it really sustainable. You can make it really short and sharp, but the time still 
exists. It still has to come from somewhere. So that's a, a big thing to consider straight out the gate, yeah. Colin, isn't it? I think that goes back to your question earlier on, though, about how enthusiastic you are about it and how long that's likely to sustain. Because if you're recording this thing in the evenings, you know, it's a, it's a hobby, it's fun to initially, even if you want to make it a business long term, whatever it is, it needs to be something that you're excited and interesting enough about that, you know, it, it's not, it's it's as good as or better than switching on the TV and watching the next episode of Ted Lasso or whatever it is you're watching just now. <laughs> it needs to be that enthusiastic in your life. Um, or the alternative is, if it is something that's part of your business, like if you are promoting something, then you build in the time. You say, right, Tuesday mornings are now for this show. Um, yeah, things don't just happen. They need to be scheduled. We talk about this about Matthew, don't we? Like, you can't just expect it to happen. You need to schedule it in. So it needs to be either like Tuesday night, seven o'clock every single week, or if it's part of your work, maybe it's like Wednesday morning every single week. This is what happens, and there's no negotiating because as soon as you don't prioritize it, as soon as you negotiate on that, that's when it dies. Yeah, it's like be, beware of running on motivation alone because if you compare it to, to exercise, which you'd know a lot about, Colin, built like Arnold there after all that CrossFit. <laughs> uh, yeah, some chance. So you, <laughs> Still skinny as a rake. <laughs> you think about like in January, you know, most people are really motivated to get into their health and fitness and stuff like that. So they're running on yeah. that for the first few weeks. It's just like, yeah. I'm going to get up an hour earlier. You know, I'll do this 45 minute workout and stuff like that. Yeah, Your yeah. motivation will take you so far there, but eventually people tend to just tail off and go back to their normal habits. And it's kind of the same thing with this new podcast idea you might be really charged up about it for the first few weeks and yeah. again you're making these unsustainable commitments of you know i'm going to get up an hour early and work on the show and stuff like that and uh, your motivation gradually wanes and if it's just not a strong enough why for you the whole show it's just going to pod fade isn't it mm -hmm. yeah yeah for sure that's exactly it yep need to have a good why something that really drives you just to do it every single week Talking about, should we jump into a wee example? Do you, want to, uh, do you want to go through something like as if you were going to start a new show tomorrow, Matthew, what it would be? Yeah, exactly. So I, I was having a wee think about this last night. Like if <laughs> I was if I was just going to start a new podcast and it yeah. had to be something I was interested in, but it's something I'd yeah. never podcasted about before. I was thinking, <laughs> uh, you know what, we're getting into the spring here, time of recording. Uh, the days are getting longer and I'm starting to look outside in the garden and think about all the work that's going to need done. So I thought we could uh, maybe run a nice show on gardening in Scotland. Would you listen to that, Colin? Okay. No, but my wife would. Do <laughs> <laughs> you like gardening? She does. Yeah, she's well into her gardening. She's, uh, she plans out her vegetable patches and all about kind of sustainable living and all that kind of stuff. Like we try to make a lot of our own stuff. So yeah, definitely. So I've found my um, I, I help her out. I'm just not that interested. I just let her direct me. So Yeah. I, Colin, go and weed that bit and then just exactly. get out my yeah. road. Yeah. yeah totally. <laughs> so what, what format are you thinking for this then? So what I had in mind, again, I wanted to try something that I've not really done before. So I'm thinking co-hosted, but uh, three hosts. And what I wanted okay. to do was have like somebody local. So I would find someone in the local area who's just got a really good garden. You know, the, the stereotype would be the old retired guy who's just out there every day and has yeah, a really nice yeah. garden. Um, so I'll find somebody local and I'll also try and find a sort of established expert somewhere else in Scotland, but we'll, we'll get them on remotely 
and uh, yeah. the three of us could chat and we're all at various levels you know i'm i'm the the hopeless yeah. guy we've got the the competent local and then we've got the expert <laughs> somewhere else so I, I think that would probably give us a nice dynamic and just be something yeah, like uh, new for me as well and yep, i would cool. i would opt for a seasonal approach because i think that's really apt for gardening isn't it <laughs> nice it does make a lot of sense actually because people are not really into gardening over the winter even though there's like prep stuff you can do for it and everything isn't there so yeah like a spring season a summer season an autumn and then take the winter off or something like that that sounds good and i think the sort of the usps show like this like scotland's climate uh you know Mm -hmm. there's there's all the unique challenges and stuff mainly Mm -hmm. it's freezing uh, and it's dark a lot of the year and (laughs) uh also you know from my own perspective going down the route of like um you know, minimal space. I've not got a very big garden. I've not got much equipment at all. And I don't really have a lot of time to dedicate to gardening, but I still like to do it. So you're bringing in these other elements. Uh, you know, if if you look at like back in the 90s, my gran and granddad, I mind they used to have like gardening shows on and uh, big titch march, I think it was. He's showing you what to do, but it's like this massive garden. He's got like every tool going and he's got all this stuff and obviously a huge budget and stuff like that. And you're thinking like you can't replicate that in your own wee postage stamp outside, can you? So I was just saying like there's, there's that whole kind of idea around um, Titch March or whoever it is as well. Like, you've got a whole day in the garden or you've got the whole weekend to work in the garden. Like here's the 27 things you do. But you're like, what? I've got 28 minutes once a week uh, between like um, dropping Brook off at wherever and doing something else with someone else. And, <laughs> and I've got this one you know. rake and it's kind of the head's kind of coming off and the the, yeah. the soils the yeah. soils actually just stones so yeah, exactly yeah so so a big usp is around just being more identifiable a normal everyday gardener that doesn't really know what they're doing and they're doing it with a small space short on time and no yeah, kind of idea like, look i've got an hour on a saturday morning what 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 can i do to get the most impact here and uh yeah, you know keep totally. getting on with it um, great yeah all right so what what about uh success then do you have an idea what's going to make this a success so the fact that I, I do want to have a, a, a nice or productive garden, like I want to be growing a bit of veg and stuff like that. So I've got a genuine curiosity to learn more about it, to get better at it. And also mm-hmm. uh, my wee girl's getting older as well and it won't be long before she's out there pottering away with me. And I like the thought yeah. of uh, getting her involved in growing plants, getting her involved in growing vegetables and stuff like that because that ties into, mm-hmm. you know, you've grown vegetables outside, you bring them in, you cook them. And I think that's really good for kids to see that, you know, food can just be grown out in the garden. So that would be my motivation. It wouldn't be anything, you know, I'd want to monetize or or build a business around. It would just be a a personal rewarding thing for me. And I'm sure other listeners would, uh, would enjoy that as well because they'd probably have the same motivations. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. That's great. And that, that's kind of a, that's a great, like, um, you've got the motivation to make it, but equally, if you do finish it in 10, 12 weeks or something, you've still done that. Um, and kind of put that out there for her to, uh, see in the future or that activity you can do with her. Uh, and you've learned through these experts as well. So I love that. It's kind of a secondary success. That's and cool. she could be another co-host as well. So yeah totally yeah perfect all right i like it that's a good uh, little um example of a secondary show that you could start up as a, a wee um and i presume you'd use the same kind of gear editing hosting website all that kind of stuff like you keep it all simple matthew yeah so i'd i'd probably <laughs> go with the pod track p4 the zoom recorder 
uh, yeah, because yeah. I could use the two local mics and I could connect to the third host remotely. Um, yeah, editing, like I've said before, I, I just use Audition because I've always used it, but uh, for for the beginner, I wouldn't recommend it at all. And because mm. I, I like to test out new things, I'd, I'd maybe opt for a different media host that I hadn't used before just to try them out. Just to give it a go. Yeah. And then the website, I'd, uh, I'd just bang it up on pod page, but I'd review that after six yeah. or nine months. I'd see what the downloads were like and stuff like that, what yeah. the traffic was yeah. like. And if it was doing well, I could maybe look at moving it on a, a self-hosted yeah, site. Self-hosting. Yeah, so. Cool. All right. Perfect. Right. That sounds good, Matthew. I think I've covered that quite well. I think we uh, now know whether we should start a second show or not. We've even tested our concept for a new show. So I hope you're out there listening. I hope I gave you an idea of whether it might be an idea to start your second show or whether I think we've given some good reasons why you might want to consider just including it in your existing show if you can, or at least be wary about starting something brand new. <laughs> um, right, I'll mention just before we finish up uh, the 10-10-10 challenge, triple 10 challenge. If you want to learn how to cut your editing time drastically down to even 10 minutes in a day, um, get 10 extra interviews for your podcast. Um, or no, you're getting on interviews with 10 other podcasts to get yourself out there more and do all of that in just 10 days. Go over to thepodcasthost.com forward slash 10 forward slash T-E-N all spelled out 10. Otherwise, hopefully we'll see you there. All right, thanks, Matthew. Good to have a chat about uh, gardening and other things. I'm off to start my show. Uh, we'll good, check good. in next week and find out how it's growing. See what I did there. Oh my goodness! All right, we'll uh, leave that. That <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Hope out there, you now know whether you want to start a new show or not. We'll see a bunch of new podcasts spring up. Spring up, Matthew. Good, good. In the next uh, few weeks, <laughs> we'll talk to you then. Cheers. Bye.